Gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Wingstop. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Coming at you live in the heart of Lincoln, America. I say, hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakovin and Enrique Alvarez Cleary. Hope you guys are having a wonderful Tuesday afternoon as we get into our final game week this year. Unfortunately, we kind of know the end result there because Nebraska is not going to be going to a bowl game. But we do have plenty to kind of break down. Sorry. Uh, we have uh, plenty to break down here as Mickey Joseph and Fred Hoiberg each uh, had a press conference this morning. So uh, we'll get into those sound bites here. Rico is actually in the other room working on breaking that stuff down for us. But we've got plenty uh, that we can just jump right into and see and, uh, and and really react to what's going on. Because I have been on the captain, so I haven't been able to follow too much on Twitter. So a lot of this stuff is just kind of new to me. Uh, but uh, let's just jump into it. Rico will be here in a minute. And like I was saying, I was, I, I, you know, I, I haven't been able to be on Twitter. Mickey says he uh, wants to stay off Twitter uh, as well. So we'll get to that here. Here is, uh, I thought that was kind of interesting. So we'll start with that. Mickey on why stay off Twitter. It's probably a different reason for him than it would be for me. Because some of these dudes on Twitter, <laughs> they should worry about their own jobs. <laughs> Not my job. Not my job because they're not going to make any decisions. But it's funny some of the things they say. And it was best that when I took over, everybody said, "Oh, stay off of Twitter." That's my brother Vance told me the first thing. Hey, shut social media down. Stay off it. And he, I don't think he ever had it. You know, so it was cool. Yeah, so not a bad idea. I think everybody and their mother over the last uh, few months has had an opinion on Mickey Joseph, how he's doing his job, and uh, if he should get the job, all that sort of thing. Um, it's really just kind of wise words. I know a lot of like basketball players, LeBron has at times kind of done playoff LeBron, shut down social media. Um, it's not the worst idea if you if you get caught up into that stuff, and sometimes it's not. It's hard not to if you're uh, you know I, I, I most times you can, but it, uh, once in a while. You know, who doesn't go Google themselves once in a while to see if anybody <laughs> said anything? <laughs> everybody wants to know what everybody else is saying about them, and yeah. everybody is an expert at your job. So yeah. that's that's kind of how that goes. Well, that's and that's the price of obviously getting into coaching. It's a very uh, – it's it's not a, jo- a job that you can kind of – there's some behind-the-scenes stuff, sure, but ultimately what you're judged on – plays out on Saturdays and everybody can watch it. And, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, as the coach, you kind of hope everybody or as many people do. So it's kind of interesting how um, how your life would change, I think, if you had such a, such a public job. I suppose we kind of have a public job. And people are like, hey, th- this guy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and we've been told that. And so, you know, I'm sure you, oh, Rico, when you started, did you have – uh, did you get oh, a little bit dude, more bothered by that stuff dude, than you have recently? Oh, my goodness. When I first started, it was after Nebraska had won their volleyball national championship. It was the first time I ever got any time on air. And it was the it was like the ensuing season. And they were ranked second, and Florida was ranked first. So my first thought was I, I just had forgotten 
that they had just won the national championship. So I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, defending national champ Florida. Because I was like, oh, yeah, they're ranked number one. Of course, they're the defending national yeah. champions. And just the text line just lit me <laughs> up. And I, like, couldn't couldn't say anything because I was just like, oh, no, like, I got that wrong. How could I get that wrong? How could I not know? Like, all this stuff. And I, like, shut down. And I couldn't do that. And now people on the text line are like, dude, you're an idiot. And I'm like, hey, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it is. It's it's funny. It takes a few, even you know, a few months, few years, whatever it is, for your own kind of defense system, um, you know, for doing somewhat of a public job. And certainly, our scale is way less than Mickey's. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to you know, to 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 be able to kind of fend some of that stuff off. So I thought that was kind of funny. So I have a little like breaking news oh, that yeah. uh, isn't football related at all. Uh, women's basketball. Yeah. Point guard Sam Hybe was thought to have been lost for the season. It was mentioned earlier before the season started that she had surgery and she might be able to make a return this season. Now, this is reading into it, but she herself just posted a video of her taking off uh, the hood on her hoodie, looking into the camera, and then it says, back for more. They have a game tonight. I don't know if that means she's back or if this just means that she'll be playing sometime this season. I, I'm pretty sure we all knew she was going to play at some point this season. I don't know if this means that she's back tonight. Maybe the Huskers are back? So, But it's just her. It's on her yeah. Twitter, and she posted it's a video of her, and it says, back for more. So a little bit of breaking news. If you're going to the women's basketball game tonight, Nebraska might be getting their starting point guard back. Now, I don't think she'll start because this will be her first game back. But uh, – you might see Sam Hybe tonight. <laughs> see, sometimes staying off Twitter is not great. Then you'll miss, uh, you miss some uh, <laughs> messages you can't quite decipher. Exactly. It's but just you want a, to. Just looking at this, and I'm just like, I don't, I don't know what this means, but I like it. They have Tarleton tonight. You big, yep. big Tarleton The guy? Tarleton Texans, I believe, Tex- is what they are. Yeah, that is actually, yeah. Can't like anybody named the Texans. Sorry, Houston, even the football team. It's not a big <laughs> Texas fan. Uh have you been following the women's basketball at all? I mean, I know they've yeah. lost a few games here. Is it is I, that I've troublesome? Been... Is that alerting? Um, so the loss to Creighton, the loss wasn't troubling or or alarming. The way they lost was alarming. Mm-hmm. They got run out of the building by oh, Creighton. Yeah. Uh, me and Nick were there, and it just nothing was falling for Nebraska, and everything was falling for Creighton. So that was just a bad, just a bad, it was just a yeah. bad night for Nebraska and a great night for Creighton. But then the following game, they lost. They went. Traveled to Iowa and lost to Drake. Mm-hmm. Now Drake is a is a solid basketball squad. They're good, but Nebraska shouldn't have lost. Mm. That's maybe a, maybe win a close one. Yeah. It would have been you know I understand, but losing to Drake a, a little troubling. But I I believe that they'll be fine. And it's just you know some early season hiccups. Again, they're trying to still trying to piece things together without Sam Hybe, um, who they and who they knew they wouldn't have. In the off season, but it's still a little complicated getting things going without somebody who's been running your offense for quite some time. Well, and I know too. I mean, it was such a struggle to get ranked last year. I mean, they, they were yes. just doing everything. They and could then they were twenty second, like the and they've lost two in a row. Yeah. Now I'm assuming they're not going to be ranked pretty. Soon. I don't think so. But with the way the Big Ten is looking, if they can get a couple wins, I'm sure they'll jump right back into mm. the, into those rankings. Okay, right, so we'll see how it works out. Hopefully they get back uh, against Tarleton tonight and get the victory. Uh, let's uh, continue here with the Mickey Joseph press conference. Here was his opening statement today, which, I mean, likely is his last press conference as the head coach at Nebraska. Who knows? Maybe not, but uh, uh, could be. So here's, it was kind of an interesting one today. 
I want to just say happy Thanksgiving to everybody in this room and everybody through the state of Nebraska and all the Cornhusker fans across the country. I want to say congratulations to all the high schools that made it to the state games. Had a nice crowd. It's a busy stadium today. Well, we got one mission left, one game. And I, I expect and I know our boys to come out and give full effort this last game. A lot of pride. Last, last game playing with some of their brothers. So I expect them to come out and play tough and be resilient through the whole game. What a class act. Just telling everybody happy Thanksgiving. Talking about the state championship games, which... You know, he can't talk about awesome. the players by name, but oh, yeah. they did offer that West Side kicker who went four oh, yeah. for or five for five last night, including a 50-yarder. That was would be good from 60. Oh, it easily would have been good yeah. from 60. Just just nails like the middle of the net. Like, not the bottom of the net. It didn't barely squeeze. No, it, it was through. And the game-winning field goal, yeah. which was... Uh, Ice in his veins. Yeah, just like right down the middle. Just... That guy needs a scholarship, and, he, and now they he's offered got him one. a full scholarship. Yeah. He was offered a preferred walk-on earlier, uh, and didn't leave the stadium last night without getting that uh, full scholarship offer. So love to see it. Love, really big, interesting. Big kicker guy myself. And so in case anybody cool. is wondering, Timmy Bleakroad is technically football-wise a sophomore, I believe. So he has two more years, but yeah. can't hurt to have another kicker. We've seen what happens when your first kicker gets hurt. Yeah. And then somehow your second kicker gets hurt, and then you have to go to a restaurant and pick somebody up right. <laughs> as a kicker. That's right. Like, the, and kickers, we had you had the Big Ten kicker of the year a few years ago, and then he got in his head and was I don't know what happened. You couldn't use him the next year. So I mean, anything can happen pretty quickly. And then the other thing is just because, and this is not anything against Bleak Road, um, but if you have a solid, you know, a solid college kicker, that doesn't. I shouldn't eliminate you from a guy that's hitting sixty that could hit sixty yarders in Memorial yeah. Stadium. No, you you go out and you get that kid. Yeah. Um, so and they and they offered him. So we'll yeah, see what happens. Love to see it, and hopefully he does uh, end up coming to Nebraska. You know, despite how how hard this is for me to say, shout out to Westside for winning the state championship last night. Not a big Westside guy. No, not a big Westside guy. No, not a big Gretna guy either. Not a big anybody but Bellevue West guy. So <laughs> fair enough. Except for Omaha South, I'm good with Omaha South. I don't have too much of an allegiance to my high school because I don't think I. I think it's because I didn't really play any sports. <laughs> so I was just like, yeah, whatever. Maybe. Maybe. And I transferred there, so it was never. Like <laughs> oh, you were a transfer. Yeah, you yeah. were a transfer portal in high school. I was a How transfer portal guy that didn't play any sports, so a transfer student. You're a monster. <laughs> uh, of course, everybody probably was happy to see Casey Thompson play in this last game. Here's Mickey on the question: How is Casey? Casey threw the ball better today. He's you know he was a little rusty last week, but today I thought he really threw the ball well today. Well, there you go. That's that's good to hear. Uh, a little bit rusty. I don't know. Did you? Did you think his performance was indicative of the, of that? Did you did you see rust? No, not really. Yeah, I was I was more concerned with the fact that he was running and trying to run through people than yeah. I, he seemed like he had some some zip on his throws, although he said afterwards that he still was limited in the usage of his right hand. Still couldn't feel some things. So um, for for not being able to feel his right hand completely, I think he did a pretty good job. I mean, yeah. he had two touchdown throws, which is more than we've seen in quite a while. <laughs> right. <laughs> Certainly better than the backups, which uh, that didn't take too much. But also no interceptions. And I've been saying it all year. He's uh, he's a bit interception prone so far this year. So to, to get no turnovers on the board coming off injury, I thought that mm -hmm. was pretty impressive for him um, for what it was. You know, it was only like a 100-yard passing day. Uh, here's uh, another question here. Our Mickey talking about having conversation with Casey about his future. Of course, Casey walked with the seniors uh, on Saturday. No, we hadn't. The only thing Casey and I had talked about is um, 
this is him. He's going to graduate. He's going to get his master's in December, and I congratulate him on that. But I, it's not going to be my decision about these kids' future. You know, they're going to make the decision uh, with their family. In case he comes from a strong family, you know, family that understands the business, so they'll make the best decision. But I'm, I'm Casey's, Casey wants to stay here at the University of Nebraska. Mm. Well, that's uh, mm. certainly ended up mm. there. Casey he said that we haven't talked about his decision, but he wants to stay here. <laughs> How does so, he know that? So we'll see. I guess, I guess it's just going to be on – the head coaching decision and yeah. uh, the offensive coordinator decision and, and, and where everything goes after that Iowa game where after that game Mickey plans on just being on his couch. It's very interesting to see because you, you kind of go through the own your own kind of thought process there where you know that he's got his you know like degree from Texas, now added on top of that here at Nebraska. Does another? I mean, obviously, this wasn't the year that he was hoping. He hoped mm-hmm. to come in here, ha- have a good enough year that the NFL would be calling him. I don't know if they're banging at the door for Casey Thompson, um, but he is getting older. He still believes in himself. I mean, he's very dedicated to football mm-hmm. um, and would certainly get, I think, at least a look. So it's interesting. And, and the, but you kind of have to weigh that with, well, I'd be a year older. Is everything going to go the way I expect it to mm-hmm. at some point? Um, I don't know. It, there it, is the benefit of, of- – you know, you can be getting paid in college now Some as well. Some NIL money, yeah. I, don't, I mean, that might be more than not being on a practice squad or on an active roster for an NFL team is at least you're getting paid to play football at the collegiate level. Well, it's interesting, too, with him and Oshan, because Oshan also walked. I think I think you're right. With Casey, I mean, the quarterback, you're going to be... You're gonna well, I think for both of them, it's just they're going to they're gonna enter their names in the draft process. I can guarantee you that. And they're going to see where they stand with the NFL scouts and with NFL teams. And they're going to see what they need to work on if they need to work on some more. Well, everybody has to work on something. So they're going to see what they're going to need to work on to improve their draft stock, to improve their, their status amongst NFL teams. And if they like where they sit, if they like what they're hearing from scouts and NFL teams, then they'll take a chance on themselves. Yeah. What I, what I was saying is, I, I you know, NIL deals aren't public. You don't know, like, is it a two-year deal, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's hard to really decipher this. But it does – it makes me wonder, like, is Oshan going – if, if Oshan might not get the NIL deals this year that he had last year. Mm-hmm. Now, it might be – like I said, maybe it's just ongoing NIL deals. So, you know, whoever he's working with uh, will just continue it at the same rate. But that also could factor into it because I, I, I don't think his – is is just kind of is you know his stock I suppose has probably went down mm-hmm. a little bit um, coming over from TCU and it just naturally goes down from being available to a returning guy yeah and we saw that in the transfer portal a few guys saying well I don't like these new guys coming and getting money when I'm the guy that's been here that's better and I don't just don't get anything because I'm not flirting with anybody <laughs> so it's it's kind of interesting to see how it all plays out um, Nebraska could certainly use both those guys back uh, here's Mickey a little bit more about Casey. Um, and some of the players uh, that uh, were instrumental about bringing him here. No, I feel connected with all of them. I just, I just been knowing Casey a little longer, just like Trey. But I, I love all my players. I connect with all of them. Did somebody try to ask about his favorite players. Is that what they was? asked him <laughs> if, if he, something about if he had a stronger relationship with Casey Thompson than anyone else because of how instrumental he was in bringing him to Nebraska. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, and certainly, you know, we when we look down the recruiting ties there and, and, and relationships, like he said, he's not been knowing those guys since they were uh, very young. Um, 
you know, that it, it's naturally. It kind of just kind of builds up that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get back to Mickey here. His feelings about the staff. That's an interesting question. They've been great. You know, they, they've been given everything they had when they come into the office. You know, I mean, I'm sure they got to, you know, take care of business and make phone calls. But they've been very professional throughout the time that I've taken over. And you really appreciate that from them. And here is uh, another follow-up here on specifically Donovan Riola in the offensive line. I think Donnie's going to be okay. Donnie, you know, is, it's, it's football. It's going to have injuries, and you got to coach through it. But I thought Donnie's did a, a great job with that offensive line this year of, of piecing it together because he's, he's missing a, a couple of pieces. But I think, I, think those guys, um, I think those guys up front, they came out every practice and every game, and they gave everything that they had, and that's all you can ask. Interesting stuff. We'll continue this uh, Mickey Joseph press conference. We've got pretty more uh, bites to break down. A lot of interesting stuff as it, it's kind of just uh, part of it, just kind of wrapping up the Mickey Joseph era potentially mm-hmm. at Nebraska. So you don't know if this is the last time, certainly the last game of the season. Uh, so there's some Iowa talk in there as well. Uh, we'll break that stuff down and more. We also have Fred Hoiberg. We might get to by the end of the show. It's press conference reaction day here on the ticket water cooler. 93, seven, the ticket.